You're listening to the Confident Christian Female Entrepreneur Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping fierce Christian female entrepreneurs cultivate inner confidence, follow their passion, and grow a profitable business that makes an impact. I'm your host, Yolanda King, a mom, wife, entrepreneur, and empowerment social worker. I'm obsessed with helping women conquer their fears and move past stuck so they can tap into their potential and live with joy while pursuing their calling. Each week, I will bring you an episode to help strengthen your mindset, give you tangible strategies to grow a business that God has called you for, and empower you to keep God at the center of your life. Ready to unlock your potential and live out your calling with confidence? Let's do this. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. So today, I'm actually interviewing my really good friend, Ashley, and the unique thing about Ashley is that she owns a nonprofit organization directly impacting women in other countries. Now, her organization's all about empowering women and fighting poverty, but I thought that it would be really good to sit down and talk to her because, as you guys know, I'm a big like advocate for just women empowerment and unity and really uplifting each other up especially as women of God and so this episode's definitely going to be unique it's going to be different but I encourage you to please don't put pause please listen throughout um, and listen to the stories that Ashley shares and some of the testimonies and what she is doing and what God has called her to be called her to do because it's extremely beautiful so without further ado i hope you enjoy the show hey ashley welcome to the show hi thank you honestly i'm very very excited to interview you some of my listeners know this a little bit about me but i tried to start a nonprofit a few years back when i came across you you brought back a lot of emotions in me that were like bittersweet and just like all the good feelings and also just some emotions that I needed to process. And so I think one day I will be ready to kind of talk a little bit about why I had to shut down my nonprofit called She's, actually no, that's my current business, my nonprofit called My Hope in Future. But until then, I'm definitely going to do my part in lifting nonprofits whose I believe in the mission. And your nonprofit was so beautiful. And I just wanted, I knew that I wanted to bring you on to the show and just have a good conversation. My goodness, I can't speak. (laughs) You know it's going to be good. (laughs) Ashley, tell us a little bit about your business. I recently started a nonprofit called the Constellation Coalition, and the idea is that every woman is a star, and so on her own, she's shining brightly, but when you connect the dots between women, we create these beautiful pictures, tell beautiful stories, and can be a guidance system for other women. So what that looks like for us is a sponsorship program where women in the U.S. can sponsor female entrepreneurs in the developing world in impoverished communities who are working to lift themselves out of poverty through dignified employment and business. That is so amazing. So now that we know a little bit about what you're passionate about, I want you to tell us a little bit about what a fun fact about you that we may not know. A fun fact about me. Okay. 
So the one I usually like to tell people is that I like classic film. And when I say classic, I mean like 1910 to 1950. Silent films, the early talkies, film noir a big nerd when it comes to classic film. <laughs> <laughs> wow, 1910? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like kind of, it's probably closer to 1920, some of the ones that I like the most, but there are some in the teens that I really enjoy too. So, <laughs> Oh, that is so awesome. You definitely have to like send me the links to some because I'm picturing it in my head, but I want to see it now. It's better than you think it is. I just started having my kids watch some Buster Keaton short comedies that are like 20 minutes long and they laughed through the entire thing. So it holds up. It really does. It's hard. Like you kind of picture it as this weird kind of thing, but it's actually really good artistry. So I love that. All right. So I want you to dive in a little bit and tell us a little bit more about Ashley Johnson and how she started her nonprofit. My story started about nine years ago when my son was born. And, you know, like most moms of newborns, I was up in the middle of the night, late night feedings. And so, you know, it's two and three in the morning. I'm sitting on my couch feeding my son. And all that I can think about is there is a woman in the Philippines right now who is too malnourished to nurse her son and she's too poor to buy him formula. So she just has to listen to him scream. And so I would be sitting there feeding my son, crying for this woman on the other side of the globe that I had never met, that I had no connection to. And yet I felt in my spirit, a connection to her. And like, for me, that was the beginning of God's kind of call on my life. Like that was the first time I really felt like he was calling me to something more to help women, particularly mothers to be able to provide for their families and take care of their children and get themselves out of poverty. Wow. Nine years ago. Yeah. So that was nine years ago. And then fast forward to 2015 and I started to learn more about business as a form of poverty alleviation and the difference between business development and aid and how one was working and one was not. I started learning about microfinancing and this was all right before I went to Guatemala for the first time. And I didn't know why I was going to Guatemala. I wasn't going on a trip to help entrepreneurs, even though that was where my heart and my passion was. This was a trip to, you know, visit some schools and spend time with some kids in, in an urban slum in Guatemala City. But I felt like God was telling me I needed to go. So I went. And while I was there, I met a gentleman who, for privacy's sake, we'll call him Enrique. And he was a bag maker in Guatemala City in the slum that we were visiting. And he was making some of the best quality bags I had ever seen. And I was like, just standing there, I was a little perplexed because I'm like, this is really good quality. Why is this man struggling in poverty? Like he's clearly skilled. He's clearly intelligent. So like the only answer is it's a lack of opportunity. And at the time my husband was working for a really large church, large church here in Cincinnati where we live. And we had a women's conference every year where all of the attendees would get some type of a gift. So I literally went back to the house that night and FaceTimed my husband. And I was like, 
So I met this man and he makes these awesome bags and these need to be the gifts for the women at next spring's women's conference. So whatever you have to do to make that happen, make it happen. (laughs) (laughs) So over the course of about eight months going like communicating back and forth through translators between Ohio and Guatemala, God worked miracle after miracle to the point where we had 650 of these beautiful bags that arrived at the Cincinnati airport at 3 a.m. the morning of the conference. So yes, we serve a God of miracles, y'all. Talk about perfect timing. Yes, it was like God had showed up so many times throughout that period, providing just what we needed at just the right moment and like all the way to the end. So I had never felt so in my element and where I was supposed to be and what I was supposed to be doing. Even though Enrique is a man and not a woman, it was a step in the right direction. And that really started he and I on a, like that started our friendship. We became friends on Facebook and started talking back and forth, which obviously I don't always recommend doing that because those types of things, like they don't always work out well. Um, But, you know, he was very well known and trusted with the organization that we had gone to Guatemala with. So I felt safe doing that. And, you know, like we just like any friendship, you get to know each other. And then my husband and I actually visited Guatemala later in 2016 and spent an entire day with he and his wife and his children and, you know, got to hear more of their story. And we got to share some of our story. We both had some very kind of painful experiences, some betrayals from people in our community and We all kind of bonded over that. And it was, our translator even told us that it was really good for them to see that just because we're Americans, it doesn't mean we don't have any problems. And it, it's weird, but we kind of bonded over a shared pain. So a few months later, I was like, just kind of praying and processing and asking God, like, you know, I want to do something. I want to do something that's different. I love fair trade and I buy a lot of fair trade jewelry and clothing and but I didn't want to just start another fair trade company as much as I love those. Like I wanted to do something that was a little different. And as I was praying, I was like, you know, God, you are the God of new ideas, right? Like you are creating new things all the time. So after a few months of praying that prayer, what God laid on my heart was you're sponsoring children through Compassion International and through Lemonade International, which was the organization we've gone to Guatemala with. He's like, so why not start something, start a ministry where women can sponsor female entrepreneurs and build those same types of relationships and fund their, their business development. So that's really where the idea began. And I spent about three years, what I call procrastinating on that. Finally, at the end of 2018, I felt God just say like, you've got to start moving now. And so 2019, I decided like, this is my year. So in 2019, I spent an entire year working to build the team, like my board, getting all of our paperwork, like all of the legal stuff in a row. So yeah, like when you're talking about kind of the difficulty of running a nonprofit, like it is not for the faint of heart. So (laughs) I get it. We got our approval from the IRS, like a couple of days before Christmas last year and officially launched in like publicly to where we were, people could come on and actually sponsor. And that started in March. 
And yeah, so that's kind of where we are now. The organization that we're working with right now is actually in Romania. And there are nine women in their microenterprise program. And it's a, it's an organization that um, serves the Roma population. So they're gypsies, they're second-class citizens are very much hated in Romanian society. And so these are people who really need people speaking truth into their life, that they were created by a God who loves them for a purpose, and that they are capable of more than the society around them wants them to believe. So we're really excited to be working with them. And yeah, so we're a couple months in now and hoping for God to do big things. That's beautiful. First of all, the way God works. I want to ask you a couple questions. The first one is, what is your nonprofit's name? It's the Constellation Coalition. And how did that come about? That was kind of also inspired by my son, who is now nine. He is a junior astronomer. Like, he wants to work for NASA, and he does not want to be an astronaut. He doesn't want to leave the planet, but he wants to work at NASA and discover new planets. And I had in my mind this whole idea of sisterhood. You know what I mean? Like, you know, women helping women, it's a sisterhood kind of a thing. So I had thought about the sisterhood coalition and a lot of people, part of the, the problem is looking for names, right? Like sisterhood is in a lot of things. There are a lot of people doing a lot of things to bring women together. And so one morning my husband just came to me and he was like, it's not the sisterhood coalition, it's the constellation coalition. Then he started to describe the idea of in a constellation, it's a group of stars that you connect the dots between them and they create a a picture. And then, you know, people over time have created these stories about the picture that they're seeing. And people back in the day used constellations and stars as their guidance system. And I was like, that's perfect. That's absolutely perfect. So yeah. So that's how we got our name. I love that. I love that when things have a meaning behind them, it just, it brings on like a whole, like deeper rooted cause, you know what I mean? Like everything so specific, so divine and works together like in harmony. And I love that. So one of the things, Ashley, besides nonprofits being so close to my heart, I love this whole concept of you being very bold with your messaging, like ending world poverty, specifically empowering women. I want to talk about that because that's honestly like the bulk of the mission, the why behind what you're doing. So how did that come about? So statistically, it's proven that when you empower women, you empower a community. Like women will give more of, like when they can earn an income, they will statistically pour more of that back into their families and their communities at large, like more so than men. And honestly, women are just oppressed at greater rates around the world. There's a a great book called Half the Sky that I read last year or the year before. I don't remember exactly when, but it literally goes through all of the different ways that women are oppressed across the globe, including like family planning and genital mutilation, rape as a weapon of war, like a lot of really gruesome, very difficult things to talk about. Women in general, in a lot of cultures are less educated Women are uh, the more likely ones to be trafficked, particularly when it comes to sex trafficking. And so, yeah, so there's just, there's a huge need to help women and empower women because they are more marginalized, but also because 
if you lift up a woman, you're not just lifting up her, you're lifting up her children and you're lifting up the community at large. And so for us, that was really important work to be doing. And honestly, I believe what you're saying wholeheartedly. um, And I love what you're doing. So how does the coalition play a part in this? What we do is, like I said, we have our sponsorship program. So women can, like, if you're a woman in the U.S. who is passionate about poverty alleviation, but you don't really know exactly how you can make an impact, I know a lot of times, especially for us in America, like we are asked for money a lot of times for a lot of different causes. And a lot of times you're just giving money to an organization and you don't get to see the face of the person who is benefiting from your donation. And obviously like that is not a bad thing. There are a lot of great organizations out there that my, me and my family support, you know what I mean? Where we're not actually seeing the face of the other person, but we believe in the work they're doing. So this is really for women who want to have a more kind of frontline impact. Like they want to be more involved, but they don't necessarily know how, because, you know, a lot of times it can feel like the world's problems are really big and there's no way that we can even make a dent. But for sponsors, this is a way for them to reach out to another woman on the other side of the planet and say, I see you and I believe in you. I believe that you are valuable and capable and that God has a plan for you. And I want to help you get there. And they get to build the sponsor and the entrepreneur get to build a relationship. They can send photos, they can send videos, letters, just like you would in a child sponsorship program and just get to know each other. And and the sponsor's role basically is just to be an encourager and letting the entrepreneur know that she's in her corner and that she's not alone and yeah, that she's special and that God loves her, that her sponsor loves her. She can do it. She can do whatever dreams God has on her. She can accomplish them. Amen. I believe that. And I believe I'm empowering other women across the globe. One of the things is sometimes when I coach, and I know it's happened to me, we have big ambitious dreams like, okay, we want to make this amount of money and we want to get debt free. We want to live this life, right? And in our head saying like, I want to be able to donate endless amount of money to charities that I, that I believe in, right? So one of the things that I do in my coaching practice is like, if that's literally what you want, if you're thinking that when I get there, I'm going to do this, like, I guarantee you, you're not. What I want (laughs) you to do is I want you to practice it right now in a small scale. So if you're thinking I'm going to donate endless amount of money, well, why don't you start right now with what you have? It might not be a lot, but it might be something. Yeah, I remember my first organization that I was donating monthly. I think it was $20 and stuff like that. But it's what I could give at that moment. So I definitely encourage anybody listening. Like if you feel like you're like, oh my gosh, I absolutely love this. Like I love women empowerment. I love empowering. Let me make a direct impact and, and actually know that I am going to make an impact in the life of another woman across the country or wherever you are listening, like I'm going to challenge you. <laughs> I'm going to challenge you and I, I'm going to leave the links down below in the show notes and how to get a hold of Ashley because you guys, this is what it's all about. We always say we want to make an impact. You know what I mean? We want to make that difference in the world. 
But when the chances are presented in front of you, don't look away. And I just wanted to say that because I, I'm coming from it from different angles, right? I'm coming it from it from an angle where I've seen my coaching clients, even myself as well. Like we want to be women of integrity. And if we're saying we want to be donating, start right now with whatever you can. I definitely want to ask you, how can we get involved? Yeah. So we have, there's really three things that we ask people to do. So first and foremost is to like, follow, and share us on social media. We are on Facebook at the Constellation Coalition. Same with Instagram, the Constellation Coalition. You know, like our pages, like our posts, comment, share them with your networks as well. That just gets the word out and that helps more people know about the work that we're doing so we can get more people involved, get more sponsors, get more donors, and be able to have a larger impact on more women around the world. The second thing we ask, what you just said, become a monthly donor. You know, even if you're not able to do a full sponsorship yet, like we would love to have you on as a monthly donor. We will, whenever somebody signs up to be a monthly donor, we send them the picture and profile of a woman who is still waiting to be sponsored as just a reminder of you are helping to provide for her while she's waiting on a sponsor. And, you know, you can be praying for her that her sponsor comes along. And then obviously the last thing, if you're able and you are passionate about this and you want to get, you know, really deeply involved, join us as a sponsor. We still have two women left with our first organization that we've partnered with who are waiting for sponsors right at the time of this recording. And yeah, once we get those two sponsored, we are already working with another organization to potentially bring them on hopefully in the fall as our second partner. We're definitely, we want to continue to grow this ministry. We want to go multinational and really help as many women in as many communities as possible. So however you guys can help and get involved, we would love to have you. This is so exciting. <laughs> it's going to happen. It's going to happen. In the name of Jesus Christ, it's going to happen. Amen. Um, this, I want to say company. It is a company. This nonprofit <laughs> company is going to flourish, Ashley. I'm excited for what you're doing. I believe wholeheartedly in the women that you are impacting. Um, and, you know, I mean, I just can't wait to see all the success. You know, what's funny about this is that I had heard your podcast episode with our good friend, Natalie Arndt. Uh-huh. When you literally launched your nonprofit, what happened? We were in the middle of? We launched officially on March 10th. And on March 12th, the whole world shut down because of COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, our, our entire existence has been in the days of COVID. And it's been a little challenging because, you know, we're, we really are focused on the relationship aspect and the communication aspect. But in Romania, their shutdown was a lot stricter than ours. So it took a little while to get some communication back from the entrepreneurs that we're sponsoring. However, again, God's timing is amazing. And about a month after we started, I was talking with the woman who runs the nonprofit in Romania that we've partnered with. And what she said to me was the women were feeling very isolated in their homes because they they usually meet together once a week and had a Bible study and work together. And so suddenly they were at home, isolated. They were starting to get really just kind of depressed. And 
suddenly they get a phone call from her saying, you have a sponsor in America and she's written you a letter. And, you know, they got to hear their letter read to them over the phone. And what she said to me was they felt really special and chosen. And like, I just, I started to cry immediately because I was like, that is exactly what we're trying to do. Like, we want these women to feel special. We want them to feel chosen because God has made us all special and God has chosen us, you know, to be his children. And that is, it was a really affirming moment for me that, cause I, I'm sure I know everybody, at least I assume everybody who has a dream that is put on their heart by God that they think maybe this isn't from God. Like maybe I'm crazy or, you know, maybe I can't do this. And when God affirms that dream and that you are on the right track with what he's called you to do, like, it's just, it's so powerful and so encouraging. And yeah, so my little soapbox to anybody listening who has a dream, like it's there for a reason. You're not crazy. God gave it to you. So do it. (laughs) If God has given you the dream, definitely. He's definitely give you the ability to make it happen um, through him. But when we talk about ending world poverty, making a difference, it doesn't matter how little scale you contribute, you're contributing to that cause. So by you contributing to the Constellation Coalition, you are directly benefiting women poverty, ending that cycle, empowering women. So if that is something you're extremely passionate, you're saying, I absolutely have to get involved with in this mission. I have to be part of this. I'm going to put the links down below. Don't second guess yourself. I'm sure actually you're not going to turn away anything. <laughs> Whatever you guys could contribute and donate for this cause, do it. It's all about empowering others and making this world a better place because God needs us all to work together for his glory and for his kingdom. Yes. All right. So Ashley, one final question before we end, I want to know what does confidence mean to you? So for me, honestly, when I think about confidence, like I don't think about it in terms of myself. I'm thinking about it for the women that we are serving and empowering because one of the things we tend to picture poverty as just a lack of money, a lack of material resources, but it's, it goes so much deeper than that to the very identity of a human being. And poverty is a big fat liar. And it tells people that they don't matter, that they are a burden on society and that they are incapable of solving their own problems. And so for us in this work, we really want to restore that confidence in the women that we are serving and help them to realize that poverty has lied to them and help them restore the identity that Christ has given them just in them being made in his image and helping them to become confident enough to realize that they were made for more and that they can do more. I absolutely love this. Thank you so much for joining us on today's little show. Thank you so much for having me, Yolanda. I really appreciate it. Okay, talk to you soon.